Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is finally Friday, October 22nd. Thank you guys for joining us this morning. We appreciate you. Thanks for all the check-ins. We see you guys out there. Love hearing from you first thing in the morning. And the weekend is finally here. Can you believe it? Yes. <laughs> so I was under the uh, under the board back here adjusting something. Did something get messed up? Yeah, I think it's when uh, the cleaning crew comes in because the trash can is right next to the headphone adapter. So someone just bumps it and it either turns it up or turns it down. So little tweak, all is good though. Yeah, ready for the weekend. Yeah, do you have plans for, for this weekend? Yeah, I do. I have a kind of a busy weekend. So today um, I'm going to be out at Silver State Schools Credit Union. Um, we're going to be broadcasting from 2.30 to 4.30 and uh, have some cool prizes to give away. And then tomorrow night I am in emceeing the Hands Together uh, Gala, which is for volunteers in medicine. It's a, a it's honoring all the healthcare workers that volunteer their time and their efforts here in town and and uh, just honoring some of the special people and raising money for that program. So I'll be doing that on Saturday night. And uh, I think that's it. I think so. This- I, I might have a game to go to. Uh, we might go to the Raiders game on Sunday, but we haven't. I, I don't know if I'm going. I think my my daughter and my husband are going. Let's uh, roll back to Saturday night. This sounds like a really special event. So what does the organization do? So it's called Volunteers in Medicine uh-huh. of Southern Nevada, and they provide health care and support for people that don't have access to health care here in Southern wow, Nevada. Cool. Yeah, so it's a, it's a really cool organization. And just, you know, the, especially in this past year, uh, when so many people have needed health care, they've really come together. And so, yeah, we're going to have a, a really good time raising some money for for an amazing organization it's gonna be a lot of fun that's really sweet yeah. I, I, I made a note because i have a question for you do you uh, you brought this this i felt like this started maybe over the summertime where a friend of yours did something and you gave him 10 bucks and you gave you the 10 bucks back and then you were it was kind of like a, a bit going back and forth yeah where, are you guys still doing that yeah he has it and he t- he he taunts me with it all the time he's like have you found the ten dollars and i'm like no did you did you give it to me he's like i don't know I don't know. When you least expect it, you're going to find it. And I haven't found it. So either he hasn't uh, given it back yet or he hasn't. I He's hidden it so well, I haven't found it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, we're still in the midst of that. And it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. Well, because I, I realize I have something similar going on. It's So every Friday night, my wife and I, we go get sushi at the same restaurant. And, and this started, it would have been before we went on vacation in the summer. So this may have started like in May. And it just started on a Friday night. We're leaving the restaurant. I, I know the manager's car, and we, we become really good friends. And I had, like, a business card, and I, and I just stuck it on his windshield. Like, I don't know why. I had a couple glasses of wine. I'm like, oh, look at my business card. So he comes out, and he sees I, sees I saw his card. And, and he, he took a picture, and he, and he sent it to me. And I was like, ha, ah, nice business card. And so the following week, I brought a baseball card, and I put a baseball card under his, the, uh, his windshield wiper. And he took a picture of it. And that started this bit where every single Friday night we go to the sushi restaurant, I've got to put a trinket 
on his car. Oh, that's funny. And so I, we, we, I got old school toys. I bought a Smurf to put on there. Just small little things. But I have to buy a trinket every single week. And so yesterday, I normally get my trinket on a Friday. And, and yesterday, I'm running around like, I should try to get my trinket. And when I was thinking of that, I was thinking of your friend and, and the bill bit you have going back and forth. It's kind of fun when you have something with a friend like that. You go back and forth with a bit. Yeah, as long as you're going back and forth and one person isn't just hanging on to it until you least expect it. <laughs> so it I, sounds like you guys got it going the right way. Yeah, well, it's funny because I got him, uh, I got him a, a old school like a G.I. Joe figure and it was like two bucks but it was a really cool figure and I put that on his car and then the next day he normally texts the following morning like a picture of it and the next day I got no text and it was like Saturday afternoon I'm like hey did you get our figure? And he's like, no, I figured you guys stopped doing it because it's probably a hassle doing it every week. I'm like, no, I put an old school G.I. Joe figure. Someone stole it off his car. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> or you didn't really get it for him. And you just said you did. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> Dude, I put this Star Wars figure on your car. You didn't get it. Oh. I put $10,000 on your car. It wasn't there when you came out. What the heck? Darn it. Those oh. thieves in your parking lot. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty funny. That's a cute one. Yeah, I like having these inside jokes with people. It, it just it just makes living life more fun, doesn't it? It does. It does. And I feel like, too, I get to go by. I, like, I go to the old school toy shops and I get to go in there and buy a little trinket. It's fun. And it adds something to it. It spices it up. Yeah. Just uh, make sure you have that time in your schedule because then he's going to expect it. And then one day you're not going to have it and it's going to be such a letdown. Oh, this is it, sometimes it's, it's caused chaos. At one point, I gave him something that I had in my collection. I had uh, a Ric Flair bobblehead doll. Oh, no. And it was mine. And I'm like, it's Friday. I got home from work. And Laura's like, are you ready to go? I'm like, yeah, should you got a trinket? I'm like, yeah, hold on. And so I gave him one of my trinkets, which is fine, which is fine. It kept it kept the uh, it kept the streak going. Yeah, but watch, he's probably like, ugh, this piece of junk throws it away. And you're like, ugh, that was mine. Like, whatever he does, just as he's driving home, throws it out the window. This is cool. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us. We've got a lot to get to today. It's Friday. We're so excited about that. And let's start the show. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear "Breathe Again" by Tony Braxton? Wanna hear how's it gonna be by Third Eye Blind? How's it gonna be when you know I'm not there? How's it gonna be when there's no one there to talk to? Or do you wanna hear Beautiful Day by you two? It's a beautiful day. choices all you got to do is get your vote in here you can do it a couple of ways you can tweet us at mercedes in the am you can vote on our facebook page mercedes in the morning or you can text or call us right now 702-364-9400 we are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 TMZ obtained snippets from Jamie Lynn Spears' her new upcoming book, Things I Should Have Said, and she reveals a lot. So she talks about the events that followed her telling her parents and management that she was pregnant in 2007. Spears says she went through hell when pregnant at 16, and her parents and team were a driving force behind her misery, pushing adoption, abortion, and going to great lengths to hide her from the public. 
Spears says her phone was taken away to stop her from communicating with people outside her immediate circle. The goal being to keep everything on the down low. She goes on uh, and she says that she wasn't even allowed to tell Brittany that she was pregnant, saying, I needed her more than ever, and she wasn't able to help me in my most vulnerable time. To this day, the hurt of not being able to tell my sister, myself, that still lingers. She says eventually her team made an exclusive agreement with OK Magazine to break the pregnancy story and give them the first images of Jamie Lynn's baby. Wow, that's it just does not sound like there was any good like situation with that family it's, for a long time. Seriously, yes. It's just bad news. And she, One more thing here. She says that uh, she and her mom went to some cabin in Connecticut to hide until the article came out. The two spent Thanksgiving there together where, quote, Mama wore her disappointment like her favorite jacket. Wow. That's so sad. That's a tough spot to <laughs> be in. But yeah, it just sounds like more and more of the parents. It's just, uh, just a bad situation for both girls and then their brother, too, growing up. Yeah. If you're feeling the holidays, if you want some Christmas, some holiday uh, feelings, you're going to like this. The countdown to Christmas kicks off tonight on the Hallmark Channel. First up, You, Me, and the Christmas Trees. It's a movie that reunites Wonder Years cast member Danica McKellar and Jason Hervey. So she was Winnie on the show, and then he was, um, okay, what was the kid's the name? older brother. Yeah, the older brother of the kid. What yeah. was the name on the show, though? I don't remember, but yeah, he was just like the mean older brother. Yeah, oh, yeah, a total bully to his younger yeah. brother. And then uh, there was the, the kid that wore the glasses, and there was the urban legend that that was Marilyn Manson. Right, Paul something or other. Yes. Yeah. There are 41 movies in all between the Hallmark Channel Hallmark Movies and Mysteries and the streaming platform Hallmark Movies Now. And they include a movie that reunites Back to the Future stars Leah Thompson and Christopher Lloyd and another starring Candace Cameron Burr and her Fuller House co-star John Brotherton. Lots of, man, the holidays. Here they come. Here they come. What's the Santa one we like? Oh, um, the Santa Claus, the Santa Chronicles or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I love that one. That was, that was one. great. The weekend canceled his 2022 tour, which means he'll be refunding $100 million. Now, he did this because the demand for the weekend is big, and he's now going to do a stadium tour. So he canceled his tour. He's going to reset up a stadium tour. He was supposed to be here. I think it was in April. That show was canceled, but hopefully he'll, uh, he'll book a Legion Stadium. If all goes as planned, He's set to take in $300 million from the stadium tour. Wow. That's rare that that happens where you go from uh, a, 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 just a regular arena tour and then you're like, wait, that's not enough room. We got to go bigger. Usually it's the opposite. It's like, ooh, this is too big. Scale down, yeah. Swedish House Mafia has joined forces with The weekend for their, new, their brand new single. It's called Moth to a Flame. They just released it, so here is a little bit of that song. What does he know to Down there? Yeah, it sounds good. I love it. Well, now you can own a piece of uh, TV history here. Would you ever want to own a, own a TV home? A Nightmare on Elm Street, the, the, the house that was used for the exterior shots in the first movie and in the second movie, that's up for sale for $3.25 million. Beautiful home, but it was the house that was used in A Nightmare on Elm Street. Would you go for it? No. no I have never even seen Nightmare on Elm Street, but absolutely no. <laughs> <laughs> what about the mansion from Bleep Creek? The mansion from the very first episode that they lived in, uh, that they got kicked out of, that's on the market for $18 million. Um, yeah, I mean, 
mean, I would consider it if I had the money. I, I, I don't know. I just am hesitant just because these become tourist attractions, and I don't know that I want a bunch of tourists driving in front of my house all the time. The um, the house that uh, they used for the Breaking Bad um, down in Arizona. In and New Mexico. Oh, New Mexico, yeah. There's that scene where Walter White throws that pizza and it lands on the roof. Mm-hmm. I heard stories of when the people first discovered where the home was, driving up there and bringing pizzas to the house, ringing the doorbell and everything. It would get exhausting after a while. And people still go there. They had to build a like an iron fence around the house because people really? keep going there. Yeah, it's so sad. <laughs> we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1508. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Good morning and welcome to the show. Thank you guys for joining us on this Friday, October 22nd, ready for the weekend. How was your day yesterday? It was a nice day. It was, uh, what, what is today? Today's Friday. Today's what, Friday. I, yeah, what did I do yesterday? It was nice. I got to the gym last night. Ended up uh, watching some of that UNLV football game last night. Started at 8 o'clock, San Jose State. UNLV lost, but it was a game the first half, and, and our, our boss, J-Love, was there at the game, and he's a huge, he went to San Jose State, so he was a big fan, and he was all excited yesterday wearing his shirt and stuff, and we were texting back and forth during the game, and in the beginning, it looked like UNLV was going to do their thing, but then they, uh, it's UNLV football, and Aww, man. it took a turn for the worse for the team. That's a bummer. 0-6. Yeah, not a good start. <laughs> and they were like, went there. I think they were like 0 5 last year, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, you know, it, it takes time to build a program, and you gotta, you just gotta roll with the punches. There, there will be a turnaround at some point, hopefully. There, I was talking to my buddy at the gym last night about the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's, they get to have the best stadium in the country. They've got great uniforms. The, the training facility is top notch. So it just, it's gonna take time to get recruits to realize this and come to UNLV and start going through the system. So. Yeah, for sure. That sucks. I did, I missed the game. I didn't know that. that I, I didn't realize there was a game last night. <laughs> <laughs> I saw my buddy at the gym at like 6.30, and he has season tickets. Like, ah, Michael. And then he sold me on the game, something about the quarterback and everything. I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch tonight. And then halftime, I was out. Was uh, done. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I see where this is going. I shall go to bed now. How was your night? It was good. It was good. We uh, Last night, I was over at Blue Point Medical Spa. They had their big open house event, and it was it was so good to see so many people. I couldn't believe like it was packed. So many people showed up for it. We had such a good time. It was kind of like a loop theme going I was I wanted to cry I was so happy because not only did I meet so many people that listen to the show but Captain Kate showed up no kidding Captain Kate showed up I met her in person for the very first time and Oh my gosh. If you don't know who Captain Kate is, she's she's very popular on social media, especially TikTok. She's got like millions of followers and she's just she she is a captain for one of the celebrity cruise ships and she is from Las Vegas. She shows you like her adventures out at sea and what it's like and just being, you know, one of the very few female captains of a large passenger cruise ship. She's just she's incredible and just I just look up to her so much. And so I was standing there and I was talking to someone out of the corner of my eye. I, I like I just saw someone walking up and I looked and I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I could not believe it. And when she saw that I saw her, we ran up to each other and hugged. And it was just she, she is just such a wonderful lady. Just such a great person. I'm so glad you two got to meet. I, she seems like an amazing person. Just watching her on social media and some interactions on social media. That's really cool. You got to meet her. Yeah, she was super cool. I mean, even better than she is in her on her social media. Just a wonderful person. So, yeah, that was real fun. We went home um, after that. We had some dinner, uh, caught an 
episode of You last night. Man, this season of You, season three, oh, it's getting pretty grim. Not like seasons one and two weren't grim, but... Yeah, oh. one and two, walk in the park. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, wow. Every time I finish watching it, I'm just like, I, I can't sleep. All this stuff is going through my mind. I'm having weird dreams. And yeah, it's kind of... I, like, I like it, but I don't like it, if that makes sense. Yeah, there's certain shows you should not watch right before you go to bed. My, there's those shows that have an effect on my wife, too. She'll have dreams about whatever show she's watching. Yeah, it's Wake so up the next weird. morning. I had you dreams last night. You dreams about me? She's like, no, no, no. Dreams about the show you. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't dream about you. Are you crazy? <laughs> That's a nightmare. What are you talking about? Bruno Mars has added new shows in December, and you're going to be there at these Bruno Mars shows that are happening at Dolby Live at Park MGM. Uh, what time are those? 8.25 on those. So we're doing the Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour. When you win it, you get your tickets to go see Bruno Mars. We got the early edition of Heads Up. That's in less than 15 minutes. And when you win that, you'll get passes to One Republic's digital performance. It's happening on October 27th. And then up next is What's Trending? What do you have for us? Well, a terrible accident on the set of Alec Baldwin's new movie. What Adele says is her most prized possession. And the new dating trend that you may want to keep an eye out for so you don't look dumb. That's all coming up next in What's Trending. One Republic's digital performance is happening on October 27th. One Night in Malibu, presented by Moment House. We have your digital passes coming up right after What's Trending. Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Alec Baldwin is trending this morning. Some tragic news from the set of the movie Rust that the actor was filming in Santa Fe, New Mexico. He was doing a scene that required him to fire a gun loaded with blanks. But when the gun discharged, either a shrapnel or a real bullet hit two people on set. The sheriff's department confirmed it was Baldwin who pulled the trigger, killing 42-year-old director of photography, Hanya Hutchins. Director Joel Souza is currently hospitalized for his injuries. Production shut down and an investigation is ongoing. I mean, just an awful story seeing that last night. It's just it's so sad. So many uh, questions, too. I'm sure we'll get the answers to it, but just sad on, for forever all around it's tragedy yeah and uh, I was I was watching the news this morning they were talking about it he was he was seeing just completely distraught like inconsolable distraught which uh, who wouldn't be um and I was also they were also saying how even when you shoot blanks they're still very dangerous and I always assumed blanks were blanks like they were nothing like mm-hmm. nothing was going to happen but i didn't realize that they were actually still very dangerous yeah and then uh so then a lot of people brought back the uh, the whole brandon lee situation because he died would have the same the same thing back in the 90s when he was filming the crow that, w- that was a big thing that happened back in the 90s and kind of the same thing this it was a blank and just yes yeah, stuff still comes out and it's just i was stunned when i saw that that headline last night and there's there's pictures too you see, that are out there about like bald when you just see him it just completely distraught over the whole thing oh it's so 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 sad so yeah we'll get you more information on that as we get it also this morning trending is adele so we're counting down the days until the november 19th release of her new album 30 she actually sat down with vogue for their famous 73 questions interview and we found out that one of her most prized possessions once belonged to a Vegas headliner. Check this out. Okay, what do we have here? It's pretty amazing. All right. Celine Dion's gum. That's right. What's going on here? 
James Corden, who's a friend of mine but also does carpool karaoke, which I did, uh, he did it with her and knew how much a fan of, I, of her I was, and so he made her spit her gum into a piece of paper and he framed it for me. And it's my proudest possession. <laughs> <laughs> That's her proudest possession. That's so adorable. Yeah, it's cool that she has it, too. Like yeah. James Corden thought of it, took the gum out of the car, framed it. <laughs> we used to have... Um, Something similar from Derek England back in her office, but I threw it out. Yeah. I have uh, Gene Simmons chum in a Ziploc baggie, and it was shortly thereafter that um, he gave that to me, which I did not touch in any way. It uh-huh. was uh, that I found out he had COVID, so I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just not going to do anything with this. We're just going to get rid of that. Oh, my God. You know, this is this is like the making of like some sci-fi movie. Like, we find a cure for COVID. Everyone's good. And like 100 years from now, someone finds this bag. Like, what is this? They oh open my it up. Gosh. And it re-releases COVID, but it's even stronger because it's Gene Simmons COVID. I need to, I need to burn it. Mm-hmm. I still have it. It's all tucked away. I was just like, what do I do with this now? It, it's, yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't want that to happen. I got to make sure I burn it. I'm going to have a burning ceremony this weekend where I get rid of Gene Simmons COVID. <laughs> uh, all these ghosts and spirits come oh out of it. Oh, my gosh. All of his past lovers. It's all of a sudden like, ah, want to rock and roll. Um, D- Adele, she also shared some other of her favorites, including her fashion icon. She says it's Kate Blanchett and her dream duet partner, she says, is Chris Stapleton. Also trending this morning is fireworking. Fireworking is the new manipulative dating trend to be on the lookout for. If you're in the dating world, check this out. It's the same way that fireworks can be a display in the sky. It's when a person that fireworks you, they're trying to create a big show but not in a good way. Fireworking is basically when someone tries to make their ex jealous by getting with you. And you can bet they're going to make a big show of it. If the person you're dating engages in a lot of PDA with you, posts a lot with you in it, um, when the ex is around or watching and still follows them, that is called fireworking. Some people who firework will be trying to show you off to their friends and their family members. So be on the lookout. You're just a kind of a distraction for the time being. I think people just do that in general. They firework on social media. Look what I'm doing. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Fireworks. Fireworks. Okay. But... I mean, they most times they genuinely like what they're doing. It's when you don't really care about them. Oh, like, they're oh. just oh, they're using this person like, just for fireworks. I, d- I don't really like them, but I'm just going to show them. Oh. You know, that's that's <laughs> true fireworking. So be on the lookout for that. Also trending this morning is Bud Light. So the hard seltzer trend it's officially getting out of control. You guys, Bud Light they're going to be selling a new eggnog flavored hard seltzer for the holidays it's part of the new variety 12 pack called the ugly sweater pack which they also did last year but three of the four flavors are new they're gonna have seltzer nog sugar plum and cherry cordial the fourth one is cranberry which was also in last year's ugly sweater pack they're gonna be available nationwide starting on november 1st and that is what's trending. All right, let me hit this here. Why isn't it playing? Hold on one second. I got to hit something else. There we go. There we go. We're going to call her 20 right now. It's 702-364-9400. That's you. You get to play Heads Up for a pretty cool prize. Yeah, we have your entrance into this cool digital performance by One Republic. It's called One Night in Malibu. It's presented by Moment House. 
and it's very exclusive. It's going to be a cool concert that you get to experience virtually. All you got to do is be Caller 20 right now. Pick your, or actually, don't get to pick your category because we are on Friday. So the last category is down in the Amazon. But you do get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Eric, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Eric. Uh, Hold on a second. Uh, This button was not pushed in. Eric. There you are. I'm here. (laughs) All right. Let's make you a winner this morning. Your category is down in the Amazon. Rainforest Day was on Tuesday. So these are all animals that you would find in the rainforest. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Let's go with Mercedes. Okay. All right, Eric, here's the deal. 60 seconds on the clock. Just get six, correct? And you'll get those tickets for, for One Republic's digital performance. And you guys, you start now. Okay, this animal says ribbit, ribbit. Ribbit. Frog. Yep. This one says Polly want a cracker. Uh, parrot. Yes. This one. Um. My this don't want none unless you got buns, hun. Uh, anaconda. Yes. Uh. This is um in the in the in the ocean and their flipper was one of them and they're really cute. They're a, a dolphin. Yes. This is um they go ooh ooh ah ah. And they swing around. Uh, monkey. Yes. This is um like the slowest animal ever. They're kind of lazy, but they're so cute. A flock. Yes. Woo-hoo! <laughs> You're amazing, awesome. Eric. Congratulations. And nice Thank job you. for knowing Anaconda. I mean, <laughs> we all need to have a little. all about the clue giver. Yes. Sir Mix-a-Lot and Nicki Minaj in our lives. So well, that was pretty awesome. And uh, I can even the sound effects, too, which put it over the top for me, to be honest with <laughs> you guys. Eric, congratulations, man. You just won these passes to One Republic's digital performance. It's happening October 27th, one night in Malibu. It's presented by Moment House. And we'll actually have one more set of these tickets coming up at the 9 o'clock hour. And then in the 8 o'clock hour, when you win heads up, you're going to get tickets to go see. Bruno Mars. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. That is the Jonas Brothers and Marshmallow. Leave Before You Love Me on Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. We were just talking about Adele in What's Trending and how she says her proudest possession is a piece of chewing gum that Celine Dion chewed up. And I'm thinking of all the things that she's accumulated in her lifetime, Adele. And that's her proudest possession. I mean, that says a lot about Celine Dion and how much people love her and idolize her. But if you had to break it down to something as simple as that, like just picking one thing that is your absolute proudest possession, what would it be for you? 702-364-9400. Ooh, that is a great question. Do you go celebrity item? If you have celebrity items in, in your house, do you go like just a personal family tie to something? For me... It would be, uh, it would be, so my, my grandfather, Pappy, was in the Navy, World War II, and it was a couple of Christmases ago, my mom sent this to me as a Christmas gift, with a beautiful note from my mom, the actual patch from his uniform that she had for, forever, and then uh, she passed it down to me, and, and I got it, and I framed it, so I have the patch framed, and also the note that my mom wrote, and um, so that's in the frame, and also the patch that uh, my grandfather wore during his time uh, in World War II in the Navy. So that would be my prized possession. Your your prized possession. Okay. That's, yeah, that's pretty sentimental. And it's not like a piece of chewed up gum from a celebrity. No, no. It's, you know, I, I wonder if she has Pappy's chewed up gum too from back in the, <laughs> back in the olden <laughs> days. But I have a couple other celebrities. 
Super Dad and stuff too. But when it comes down to it, that's framed. It's in the house, and that's this is a really cool piece of, of my family's history and a, a nice note for my mom too. That's uh, that's pretty special. That's a really cool thing. What is it for you guys? 702-364-9400. Your most prized possession. It can be something silly. It can be something, you know, really meaningful. Maybe it was something that was passed down for generations. Uh, let's talk to Yolanda. Hey, Yolanda, what is it for, me, for you? Hi, I'm so happy to hear you, Mercedes. Oh, thank um, you. It's great to hear your voice. So what, what about my- you? Mine would be when Obama was trying to become a president, he came to Rancho High School. He actually, I brought an um, American flag tie, a man's tie, and he signed it, and I still have it. Oh, my gosh, to have a president's signature, yeah. like, how cool is that? Did, I, I didn't realize this, and someone told me, it was when Obama was in office, and you just jogged my memory, Yolanda, uh, that if you send a Christmas card to the white house you'll get something back and i i didn't believe it and so i i think i was talking about it in front of my husband and my daughter heard and she's like i'm gonna send one so she sent one of our christmas cards and it was just one of our standard ones that has like all of our family pictures on it we didn't write anything and it just sent it and she put 1600 pennsylvania avenue and lo and behold like a month later, we got a card back. We got a, a card back thanking us for our card. And we were just like, what? I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I envisioned that President Obama, like finishing a long day in the office, comes with stairs. Michelle, we still got to get these Christmas cards out. I was in shock. I'm like, <laughs> That's cool. we, got a, we got a card from, from the White House. Is How that, crazy. Is that true if you sent a wedding invitation to? That they, 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 obviously, the president's not going to come. Maybe he will. But uh, they respond saying, thank you. Thank, thank you. We, we appreciate the offer. But we respectfully decline. I heard that as well. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, but, but that's something, you know, maybe worth a try if you want to want to check it out. Um, some texts here. This one says, my BTS signed album is my most prized possession. Mm-hmm. Brian says, Weird Al signed the shirt I was wearing. I framed it. This one says, my grandfather's army dog tags that he wore in World War II. Wow, that is pretty special for mm-hmm. sure. What would it be for you? You guys have a lot of stuff in your house. What would be yours? Um, you know, this is more of a sentimental thing. It's not worth a, a ton of money. But my grandma, when she passed away my grandma mona she had this picture of the last supper on her wall and i might have talked about this before it's not like a real like vintage or nice painting it's kind of like it you remember those stickers back in the day where if you moved your head it looked like the thing was moving yeah yeah it's it's a layered thingy like it's it's uh rippled yeah it's rippled so she has one of those that's like rippled of the last supper so like if you move like jesus and the disciples kind of move (laughs) and when she passed away my aunt's like you can have anything that you want you know what do you want and i was like i just want that picture of the last supper that grandma had because i when i see that i think of her and so i got it hanging up in my closet when we redid my closet um the people were like can we take everything out and i'm like everything but that that's gotta stay right there you cannot move that and they're like absolutely we will not touch your your moving white uh last supper thing (laughs) it's so funny so every time you're getting dressed, uh, Jesus and the apostles are following you through the closet. Yeah, they're like, left. I'll have to take a picture of it. It's really, it's so cheesy, but I just love it. It makes me think of my grandma. I love it. That's a sentimental attachment to it. It's really cool. <laughs> Up next is the hot three. So what do you have for us? Okay. Well, the CDC has approved Vax boosters for all three products. We've got the latest on that. Also, have you heard of something called the cheerleader effect? Why it says uh, pick who you hang out with uh, wisely and what are the worst Halloween candies? A word of warning. Don't buy these. Kids will hate you. We'll talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. There you go. Let's move. Santana and Rob Thomas on Mix 94.1. 
It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by Legacy AC. The CDC is signing off on the Moderna and Johnson & Johnson coronavirus booster shots. Just like the Pfizer booster, the Moderna shot is recommended six months after the initial course for anyone 65 years of age or older. And for those as young as 18 who are at risk, the J&J booster is recommended for anyone who is 18 years or older and at least two months after their first dose. Now, yesterday, Dr. Rochelle Walensky also backed the mix and match method for getting a third dose. She noted that those who qualify for a booster can pick a booster of their choosing. In a statement, she said that the move shows that the agency's dedication to protect as many people as possible from the COVID-19 um, virus. Pick a booster, any booster you want. Yeah, Here you it's go. like a free-for-all. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, which one? Um, and you don't have to worry about paying for it It's because they're free. So it's not like, okay, this one's the cheapest one. I'm going to go with this. Or I have a coupon for this one. I'm going to go with that one. You just pick which one you want. It's so easy to get. If you want to get it, just you, you pop in, it's in and out. And it just, it, I was fine after I got the Johnson & Johnson. So it's not the booster. But my first shot was Johnson and Johnson, and my arm was a little sore like the next day, and I went right arm too because the um, the um, pharmacist he's like, are you, are you right-handed or left-handed? I'm like, I'm right-handed. He goes to my left. I'm like, you can do it on my right. Give it to me. I can take it. I can take I'm it. Tough. Did you? Are you going to do the booster? Um, I haven't put any thought into it to be honest. I've not thought about getting it yet. Yeah. Are, are you? I I got it. Oh, you did. Yeah, I got the booster. I got it um a couple of weeks ago. And um, which did you have? Which is your original I, shot? So I the, my original was the Pfizer. After the first shot, I was totally fine. The second shot, I felt really bad. And so when I went in, he, the pharmacist is like, so how was your reaction to the first two? And I told him, and he goes, okay, your booster reaction is probably going to be similar to the second shot reaction. And I was like, oh, mind over matter, totally going to be fine. Remember that morning I was like dying in here and I was like... Steph, do you have any Advil? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was... That you should was, have told us you had the booster, because then I'm like, oh, you have, we know what's going on then. I, I didn't I didn't know if anyone cared or, you know... Well, and, and it gets so divisive sometimes, and I just like, I'm not in the mood to debate stuff with people. It's like, I'm just doing, you know, what I want to do. And so, anyway, yeah, that was the... So I had got it... I, I, that was a Monday. I got it at 11 a.m. on Sunday. And so I was fine all day. Yeah. Totally fine. It wasn't until about 9 o'clock that night that I was like... Ooh, and I started getting the chills and I took my temperature. I had a fever. I was like, oh boy. So I was, I was going to call in sick and, but then I woke up and I was like, no, I can fight through it. I can fight through it. Oh, I felt terrible that whole day. But then once around, uh, probably around three o'clock that afternoon, I felt okay again. So, but, and, and it's weird too, because it's not like it's, you're not sick. I mean, you're sick, but it's not like you have like, your body's just reacting to the like whatever it shows you, my immune system was in full gear, man. Yeah, exactly. It's not like like I feel like you're not going to spread something to anyone when you're in that situation. No, because your, your body's just building up immunity, so it's like, yeah, you're sick, but you know you're going to come out of it within 24 hours. Well, I was fine once I got here, like I because we have to fill out a questionnaire thing where we take our temperature and all yeah. that stuff, and I checked my temperature that morning. It was it was 98. Point nine. So I guess technically it was a little higher than normal, but I was like, ah, it's fine. It's fine. I felt fine. I got here. I was like, ooh. And, and then that afternoon, totally fine. You see, yeah, you're yeah, good. The, and by the way, for our little thing, isn't temperature like 100.4 or something? Is that the, oh yeah, is it above 100 point? Yeah, oh yeah, so, so you, I was you were fine. In the clear. Yeah, it was just, but uh, yeah, but that, if I would have taken it two hours later, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been bad. Well, that's good. Good for you. Yeah. I'm glad you shared it with us. Um, also this morning, have you ever heard of something called the cheerleader effect? 
The cheerleader effect, I have not. The cheerleader effect, it refers to a study that discovered how attractive you look depends on the attractiveness of the people around you. So an average looking person is rated as more attractive than when they're surrounded by less appealing faces. In other words, you're going to be seen as better looking if your friends are on the plain or even ugly side. Yeah, have you ever heard that joke? Like, you know, get yourself ugly friends and then you'll look hotter. <laughs> That's a real thing. The psychological science did a study on it and they're saying that this is a real thing called the cheerleader effect. I don't know that you want to base your friends based on, you know, their looks, mm-hmm. but they're saying that it is a phenomenon. If you go out, if you're with good looking people, um, you're you're not going to look as good looking. And if you're with not as attractive people, you're going to look really gonna hot. You're going to bump you up. And I always thought it was opposite, to be honest. I thought that, oh, if you're with hot friends, that ups your worth a little bit, you know? The, the, what's the, the, the water, the high tide raises all boats? I've never heard that phrase before, but yeah, yeah. that's interesting. All the boats are going to rise, not just one boat. All <laughs> the boats are going to rise. So you're around the good looking people, your stock value would rise. Yeah, it, but not the case. So go with the, <laughs> go with the penny stocks. <laughs> you're going to look good. All right. Finally, this morning, if you want to avoid getting tricked this Halloween, make sure you've got the right treats. These are the most unpopular Halloween treats, according to kids. Just don't buy them, guys. They're not going to like you. Okay, so number, or, well, I'm not going to go, I'm going to go up to number one. Bitto honeys are on the list. Remember those? I don't even know. Do they even make those that still? Was a, that was a, a grandparent candy back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Totally remember those. And they yes. would literally pull out your healthy teeth. Oh, like, yeah. They would like just pull them out at the root. They were like so disgusting. You got a kid that's got a loose tooth, give him one of those things. Oh, Chew on it, teeth are gone. gosh. Uh, good and Plenty is on the list. Again. No, you know what? That was my mom like Good and Plenty as a kid. Be, like She would come out of the 7-Eleven with candy. It was Good and Plenty. I'm like, ah. I actually saw those in my kid's trick-or-treat bag last year. And I'm like, they still make these? Who gave these out? I was shocked. Was it good and plenty in the same family as the hot tamales? I felt like they were like a like were the same they? brand. Of the hot tamales. Are you and thinking good and Mike and Ike's? Because good and plenty, they're licorice flavored, and they're white they're and not, purple, right? With I the think so. On yeah. Top? yeah. So those are on here. Licorice is on here. I mean, if it's black licorice, that's a hard no. But I love like Twizzlers and Red Vines. That stuff is good. Smarties on the list. They say this is one of the worst Halloween candies according to kids. Tootsie Rolls. Necco wafers. Okay, like he here kids want some chalk that's flavored with sugar? Mm-hmm. Have a Necco wafer. Wax cola bottles, peanut butter kisses, and your, and your top two worst candies of all time. Circus peanuts, which who gives out circus peanuts? And the least like candy Halloween treat. It's very divisive, but it is candy corn, guys. I love candy corn. I'm the one. I, I'm the one. I love candy corn. We don't really buy that much Halloween candy. Like we'll buy to give out for, for trick-or-treating and stuff. But uh, if I'm going to buy something during the season, it's going to be candy corn. Well, I feel like that's one of those candies that it's fine if you buy it to put in your like little candy dish at home and snack on it. But no kid wants to get candy corn for Halloween. If kids. You, if you had the choice between a Snickers and a candy corn, I mean, come on. There's no contest. There's ch- children out there listening right now that love candy corn. And, and, and I got your guys' back. I'm here for you. We can start a club oh, or something. You think they like it? That, that that would be the best candy that you could give them is candy corn? What I'm is the sorry. best candy? They, but there's, they fa- might there's like fans it, of it, but yes. they don't want it. They children. don't want that. That's not their first choice. <laughs> I mean, come on. They want, they want like the... 
the what are those called the sour things the the lemon not the lemon heads what's the airheads they love that stuff and they like the sour the sour skittles and all that stuff yeah i'm not saying it's the best candy but you uh, you have an outlook on it that it's a horrible candy i'm saying there's kids out there that are listening right now that love getting candy corn. They get excited when they get it. Is it the best? No, they might want something else. But when they get it, they don't go, That's not candy my, corn. No, my outlook is not that it's the worst candy. That's definitely not my outlook. That's my personal opinion. But I think the outlook for kids is when they go up and you have a bowl. And there's let's say you have a variety. You've got candy corns in there. you got Twix. you got Kit Kat. And you got, um, uh, I don't know, gummy bears. The last one they're going to pick is the candy corn. There's no doubt in my mind the last one they pick is the candy corn. They may still like it. And if that's all they have, they'll be like, gladly I'll take this. But they're not going to be like, yes, candy corn. Whoa. Any kids that would want the candy corn first? Phones are open if you want to call. Yeah, we'll be here all day. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and that's what's, that's what's going on this morning. Coming up here in the dirt, we've got new music from Beyonce. Details around 7.50. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. If you have kids, do you feel like part of the job of being a grandparent is babysitting? This is a, I didn't realize how divisive this could be. Do you think grandparents should babysit your kids for free? Because they're their grandkids. 702-364-9400. So there's a, there's this uh, woman who has uninvited her parents from their wedding because they refuse to babysit. She's 25 years old. She's a mother of two, and she does not understand why her parents refuse to watch her two kids three times a week. Now, they were already watching the four- and two-year-old kids on Saturday nights, and now she wants to add Tuesday and Thursday nights, but her parents, they said no. So she told them that they can't come to her upcoming wedding because they refuse to babysit her kids. Do you think that she's in the right for for, for uninviting them to that? And and just on that note, like it maybe maybe you have parents that watch your kids. Do you pay them to do it or do you feel like it's just a given that they should enjoy it? They love their grandkids and that's part of being a grandparent. You have to watch you have to watch your grandbabies. What do you guys think? 702-364-9400. That's kind of hard. She's uninviting her parents to one of the biggest days of her life, her wedding. And because they won't come, babysit. So they won't babysit. I mean, I, I, so they were doing it on a Saturday before. That was like they're given. They, they'd watch the kids on a Saturday. Now she wants them to do it three Monday, three days during the week. Add it on to that? No, well, two days. So two days. to make a, a total of three days. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I don't have any kids. It's, to me, everything is so subjective. The situation where they are. My, my brother and uh, his wife, they have two kids. And there was a point where my mom was helping out every Monday. She would go over because they were just in a jam on Mondays. It was tough with my brother's work schedule, her work schedule. The kids weren't in um, old enough to go to daycare or something. And so she would step in and help out. And, and she liked doing that. She enjoyed spending that time every Monday. But there was also light at the end of the tunnel. It wasn't a permanent thing. I think it was maybe for, for you know half a year or something where she did it. And she really enjoyed it. And then the circumstances changed. And um, they were able to get daycare or they went to pre-K. I don't know what it was. But I think it's all circumstantial. Is, is, there, is she asking them to help her for out for those extra two days for just a couple of weeks 
for a month? Or is it like, hey, I need you to do this for the rest of the year? If it's the rest of the year, maybe there should be something for mom and she, dad there. She said um, in her post, she said um, that she she asked her parents to babysit on Tuesdays and Thursday nights in addition to Saturdays, but they refused saying they're already doing more than enough. So they fought about it. Her parents then stop, they threatened to stop watching the kids on Saturdays which made this woman really upset. So she told them, well, oh, if you do that, then you can't come to the wedding. And they haven't spoken since. Now she has her kids on Saturday nights, and she says that it's been really stressful for her and her fiancé. So she says that since her parents are retired, she doesn't feel like there's anything wrong with asking them to, this is the quote, with asking them to pull their weight more and help me out with my kids. Then she says, am I missing something? Uh, what do you guys think? 702-364-9400. Maybe you're in this situation. Do you compensate your parents or your in-laws for watching your kids? Do you just expect them to do that? Cause Hey, that they're grandparents. What's your take? Or maybe you're a grandparent and would you like to be compensated? Would you like to not do it as much? 702-364-9400. Hey, Linda, what do you think? Linda. Hi. Hey, good morning. What do you think? So I completely think that it should just be once in a while for a date night. It shouldn't be expected. And if you are going to set up something that's like on a weekly basis, they should be paid. I mean, this is their time. And I'm sure they love every minute they spend with their grandchildren. I don't want to take that away from them, but um, that they deserve compensation. I like One of my family members, she's kind of in that predicament. And I, I don't even want to call it a predicament because she loves her grandkids. But um, it's like all the time. And it's like we want to go out or I got, you know, I got to work. And she's kind of she's had to forego things because She's had to watch the kids like my mom's invited her over and uh-huh. she's like, oh, I, I can't. I have to watch the kids or and it, she loves being with them. But it's almost like there's no regard for her life and if she has anything going on. And if she does, then she's expected to kind of drop it all to watch the grandkids. You were in a situation here with your family being back in Colorado, Matt's family being in California. If the, if the grandparents were closer, if they were here in Las Vegas, do you think you would have turned to them? For, for babysitting help at all? I think I would have, honestly. And I I would want to make sure, though, that I wasn't taking advantage of that and that I was being respectful of their schedules mm-hmm. and what they have going on. Because, um, you know, you can't... Oh, it, just because they're retired doesn't mean that they don't have a life, yeah. right? Sonia, good morning. What do you think? Um, I don't disagree with her at all because her parents have already raised their kids and they're not obligated to watch their kids. My parents helped me when I needed it, but it wasn't a forever situation and it wasn't a must. It was simply a, if they could. So you think that this you think that this woman is maybe taking it a little too far by not not inviting them to the wedding now? Of course. Yeah. That, that's so, so that's so mean. And who's also going to watch the kids? Yeah, who's going to watch the, the kids during the wedding? <laughs> Can you guys come and play babysitter? <laughs> oh, just really quick. I want to talk to Angela just because I think this is an interesting uh, point. Angela, good morning. What do you think? I just feel so sad for her because I feel so blessed in our lives. Me and my husband are both born and raised here. And we have 
three sets of grandparents that almost fight for my kids. <laughs> so we have to be careful of making it even so that everybody gets their chance. Uh, that's a good problem to have when all the grandparents are like, it's my turn. No, it's my turn. And you're like, Ugh. and then you ask the kids, which grandparents do you like the best? Who do you want to go with? Put it on the kids. Yeah, exactly. Here in the dirt, which is about 10 minutes from now, we got new music from Beyonce. We'll give you a little sample of that coming up next. It's Mix 94.1. Uh, is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, Friday morning. So next hour, less than an hour from now, we'll be spinning the Oh Wow Wheel. And the theme this week, we're taking any song from any playlist on our on our phones, right? Uh, yeah, we're just we're looking for like a, a song from a specific playlist. Tell us why it's on that playlist. And yeah, that's the song we pick. You have your song ready to go? Yep, I've got it all set. You? Mm, no, I'll get to it. I got time. I got time. I locked and loaded. They're ready to go. It's right around 8.15 on the Oh Wow Wheel. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. This is just the big story of the day and so sad. One person was killed and another was seriously injured after a prop gun misfired on the set of an Alec Baldwin movie, and it was Alec himself who fired the shot. The movie is called Rust, and it was shooting at a ranch in New Mexico when the accident occurred. So cinematographer Helena Hutchins was killed, and director Joel Souza was rushed to the hospital where he was in critical condition as of last night. Not much else is known at this point except that the gun was supposedly loaded with blanks. It's just so, so sad. And we mentioned it this morning. I didn't realize that blanks can be very dangerous also. So, And then I was they were saying on the news that there's a possibility that a real bullet got loaded into that gun. And there's still an ongoing investigation. And I'm sure we're going to hear more in the next day or two. But it's just a terrible story. Yeah, hopefully there's rules and protocols in place when you're using a, a prop gun on set that X amount of people checking and everything. But if that's the case, oh my gosh, sad stuff. So Beyonce is back with new music. Be Alive is featured on the trailer for a new movie coming out called King Richard. It's a biopic that chronicles the life of Richard Williams, the father of Venus and Serena Williams. Will Smith plays the role of Richard Williams. So here's a snippet of the new Beyonce song. Kind of has the trailer of the movie kind of uh, weaved in, into the song, but here it is. I gotta be miles on me. Throw it to the sky. Yeah, that's it. There you go. They're not going to win for them like this. Not with you and me on those raggedy courts. We just got to stick to the plan. We got champions in the other room. You taught them all us? Richard, I'm impressed. I think you might just have the next Michael Jordan. Oh, no, brother man. I got me the next two. Oh, that looks good. That's going to be awesome. Now, because of this, Beyonce's contribution to the film, it means she could be up for an Academy Award for the track and even maybe perform at the Oscar ceremonies in 2022. That's that's so cool. Wow, looking forward to that. Swedish House Mafia has joined forces with The Weeknd for their brand new single. It's called Moth to a Flame. Here's a little taste of that one. What does he know to That's cool. 
soul sound to it. I like it. Uh, let's see here. TV. This They're also coming in concert. They, it was just announced. They're coming to Vegas, Swedish House Mafia. I saw they announced a tour. We're, yeah. we're one of the stops. Yeah. Um, let's see. I have it here. I just wrote it down. Uh, they're going to be here at the T-Mobile Arena on September 2nd uh, of next year, of course, obviously. Yes. Um, but the tickets do go on sale next Friday, a week from today. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, a couple of movies. Well, the, the big movie this weekend is Dune. It's in theaters and on HBO Max. And then Jason Sudeikis is hosting Saturday Night Live. And Brandy Carlisle is the music guest this weekend. Sports. So Golden Knights, they got a game tonight, 7 o'clock, T-Mobile Arena, Edmonton Oilers. And then the Raiders, they're home Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles. And that game is at 105. You guys might go on Sunday? Um, well, we have tickets, so it's just a rock, paper, scissors on who goes. Oh. Really. <laughs> I think it's my daughter and my husband going this weekend. Now, speaking of tickets, next hour, Bruno Mars added some new dates to his performances at Dolby Live at Park MGM. These are dates in December. And we've got your tickets coming up at 825. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, 733 on finally a Friday. If you get a chance today... Thank your FedEx, UPS, DHL, Amazon, postal carrier today because they they got a hard job. They really do. And as we get closer to the holidays, it's going to get harder and harder with everything that's going on. And they're running, they're short staffed and it's just craziness. Yesterday I was coming home and the Amazon guy drove up and I, instead of making him walk up to my front porch, I kind of met him in the driveway and walked over to him and grabbed the package. And, and he's like, thanks for doing that. And I was like, Oh yeah, no problem. I was right here. And he goes, this time of the year is the worst time of the year for my job. And I was really confused because I thought you're not, they're not already getting like the holiday rush. Are are they? And so I was like, Oh, are people already ordering Christmas stuff? And he's like, oh, no, Christmas stuff. He goes, Christmas time is difficult. There's a lot of of stuff that I have to deliver. I work late hours, blah, blah, blah. He goes, but Halloween is my least favorite time of the year for my job. And I'm like, why? He goes, because of that. And he pointed to my porch and I'm thinking, what did I do? And I was like, huh? He goes, all the motion activated Halloween decorations. He goes, it scares the crap out of me every time I make a delivery. And we have one of those. When you go on our porch, there we have these skeleton heads and they go, whoa, as soon as it detects motion. And it just, it, I've seen on the ring doorbell before where they like flinch. They're like, yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm not trying to laugh. It's not very nice. But he said, Halloween is the least his least favorite time of the year for his job because of all the motion activated Halloween decorations that scare him constantly. And that is something you would not think of. Not you at all. You really would not unless and, and, and I'm sure he knows or expecting it. But he probably forgets that he's delivering to your house and maybe went there before and forgets that, that that you have one of those things and every time they go up, boom, there's that ghost that gets you. Oh, okay. Yeah, call us up right now. 702-364-9400. Tell us what your job is because I never would have guessed October being the worst time for, for delivery drivers. Never. I would have said December. Yes, That's all the packages. It's craziness, right? So call us up, 702-364-9400. Tell us what you do, and we'll try to guess like the, the worst time of year or the most difficult time of year for your job or stressful time of year for your job. I think for our job, it, for me personally, I think the most difficult time of the year for us, uh, it, for me, it's summer, the summertime. It's really difficult for a couple of reasons. One, um, 
people just don't listen as much during the summer because they're a lot of the kids are on vacation. Parents don't have to get up and take them. Um, people go on vacations. And sometimes I'm like, is anybody out there? Hello? Are we talking to anyone? It just seems like there's not as many people around. And it makes me sad. It makes me feel like, oh, we miss our friends. And so that's one reason. Another reason is when we go out like to do uh, live appearance, appearances or broadcasts and you're out in 110 degrees in the middle of summer and you like literally soak your Mix 94.1 t-shirt five minutes after you've been at a, an event. It's it's pretty bad. That that to me is the worst time of the year for our job. What is it for yours? Seven oh two three six four ninety four hundred. And just to, uh, to to add on to yours, I would even pinpoint even more for me at least in my mind. It, it is July because soon as school is out, we notice it. Like Mercedes just said, it, it's it's crickets. The interaction drops a lot because the kids are sleeping in yeah. and everyone's schedules changes. And then when July rolls around, a, a lot of people that are still up and, and working, we love that you guys are still with us, but a lot of people take vacation in July, around the 4th of July and everything. So that's, to me, even like, so June is starting to go down. It's like July, it's like rock bottom. All right, where's everyone? And then it starts to c- climb back up. And as soon as school gets back in session and UNLV starts back up, boom. Hey, missed you guys. Yeah, people come back. Uh, we're gonna we're getting some texts here. Uh, kindergarten teacher, what do you think the worst time of year is for the kindergarten teachers? I'm thinking either first day or last day. First day, kids coming in, anxiety. Parents are very anxious too, and and uh, it's a lot of emotion going on the first day. But I'm also thinking the last day because you just spent an entire year becoming attached to these kids, and I'm sure they become part of your family, and they're so adorable. And then it's like, okay. Bye. Yeah, I was going to say that like the first month, just getting trying to get these kids who have never been schooled before. If they have, it was like pre-K or whatever, but just trying to get them to stick to a routine, to listen, to not get distracted. I would think that would be the hardest. Confirm via text on that kindergarten teacher. Uh, This one says, I manage a daycare center ages uh, six weeks to 12 years. Guess what the most stressful time of year of, uh, of year is for us teachers and managers? That's from Lenny. Oh, six weeks to 12 years. Mm. Gosh, I think I would say same thing. Beginning of the year. Just trying to get everyone to figure out what the rules are. What mm-hmm. do you think? Um, Maybe I'm going to say like December because kids are starting to get amped up for the holidays. It's maybe more difficult to watch them. Or what about the day after Halloween? Oh, sugar rush. (laughs) Yes. I didn't Uh, even think about that one. Uh, This one says, I am a fireman. Summer is the worst because all the tourists come drink alcohol all day, do edibles, don't drink any water, and end up passing out. But uh, holidays are sad because we always miss them with our families. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for what you guys do. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Uh, I like to, the the tourists come to town, they do edibles. (laughs) (laughs) What about uh, when I worked at the rental car place, value rental car, Mercedes, what do you think was the most stressful time of year when I worked at the rental car place? Oh, I would say, uh, I would say summer just because people are doing road trips they're traveling. They need their rental cars. It was when NFR started and CES. Ah, conventions. So many people coming to town. I remember before NFR would start, so Value Rent-A-Car was right across from the the Virgin Hotel now where there's VS, there's a little strip mall. Back in the 90s, that was a rental car place. There was no strip mall. That was our parking lot where we kept all of our cars. And they would ship cars up from Arizona. So our lot would be loaded with cars. 
And then after the first day, boom, all gone. Like, whoa. Oh, man. What do you do then? And We've got nothing to rent out. That's the thing, though. They would keep booking reservations. Ugh. So we had no cars. And all of a sudden, like a, a busload of people would come walking in. Like, what are we supposed to rent them? Here, take my 1984 Ford Thunderbird. We have no cars in our lot. What about fast food? We just got a text here from fast food. What do you think is the worst time of year for fast food? I'm going to say there's a, maybe a time of day because I'm thinking um, like the overnight shift when all the, when all the uh, party goers want a little snack on the way home from a club or something. This one says it's, it's the fall. Fall is, is the hardest because most of my staff goes back to school. And low staffing already, it's been a struggle just to stay open. Uh, teacher texted us, says the worst time for us is August through May. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. Yeah, that's, <laughs> there's a lot going on. That's summer break, though, man. You got that to look forward to. Uh, this one says, I work retail as in the big bullseye, you know. Uh-huh. It says the worst time of year is Christmas and beginning of school. For whatever reason, parents seem to think we have a surplus of uniforms and the most highly demanded toy of the year. These parents wait till the week before school or Christmas to get these things and then get pissed that we don't have it in stock. <laughs> so you're surprised we don't have it? It, it? Really? I mean, yeah, that's that's poor planning on their part for sure. Yeah, it all just comes down to planning for school. Absolutely. Hey, we're talking about teachers. We should mention, too, we are looking for Mercedes in the Morning's October Teacher of the Month. You can go to our website, Mix941.fm, and nominate your, your teacher today. And you want to do that today because the winning teacher... The setup is really cool this time around, Mercedes. Yeah, we're giving away a $100 Visa gift card to the winning teacher, courtesy of Finley Chevrolet. And then Silver State School's credit union is kicking in a $100 gift card so that the class can have a party on them. It's really cool. So nominate your teacher today at Mix941.fm. Just go to the contest tab and you can make your entry. And you'll also, the winning teacher will get a uh, a really cool uh, personalized plaque to commemorate the win. And it's really cool. Mix941.fm is our website. And then up next is the Hot 3. So what do you have for us? Well, Brian Laundry's remains have been found. But is the saga over? We're going to get you the latest on that. Also, who cries more, men or women? And what is the worst sound in the world? It's not nails on a chalkboard. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. In one week, Ed Sheeran's new album, Equals, will be out. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Okay, even if you haven't closely followed that, the Gabby Petito uh, case over the past month, you've definitely seen the headlines. And now... Brian Laundrie is dead. Is this the end? Let's get you the details on it. So the manhunt for Brian is officially over. On Wednesday, human remains were found around some of Brian's belongings at a nature reserve in Florida, not far from his parents' home. And yesterday, the authorities confirmed that it is Brian. So now both he and his fiance are dead. Gamby was found strangled in Wyoming last month, and there's a very good chance that Brian was directly involved, although officially He's only been declared a person of interest in her death. His remains have been described as skeletal and scattered. They were reportedly in a swampy area that was submerged in water up until recently. And it's possible that animal activity contributed to the state of the remains. The FBI said dental records confirmed his ID. Investigators were asked if a weapon was found like a gun. They wouldn't comment on that. But there's no timeline for his death yet. He was supposedly last seen on September 13th. His family reported him missing and said he told them he was going on a hike. 
they were the last known people to see him alive. And now that he's dead, it's likely that we'll never know exactly what happened between him and Gabby unless he told someone like his parents. That being said, he might have left a statement. A notebook was found with his remains. It was badly damaged after being submerged in the water. But obviously the authorities will have it examined. They haven't said anything about it yet. As for Brian's parents, the family attorney claims they've been cooperating with authorities. In fact, Brian's dad first spotted the backpack on Wednesday, but the parents were searching with the authorities at the time. So is the saga over? It, it kind of depends, barring any new witnesses coming forward, any public comments from his parents, anything coming out of that notebook. It, it probably is again. So we're probably going to be left with a lot of questions on that one. Yeah, what, what happened to Gabby with everything? Just so sad. And too, I don't know the updates from the story, but I remember... Um, it, it seems like the parents kind of sat on the fact that that was a popular trail of his that he liked to go on. To go, by the way, he used to go on this trail as well. Like, why didn't you tell us that in the beginning? Yeah, it just, it doesn't add up. Mm -mm. First they said they last, last saw him on one date and then they changed it. They're oh, like, oh, they? we were wrong. It was this date. There's something very odd going on with the parents. I don't know. And, and I am not, you know, one of those true, uh, true crime investigators here or anything, but it just. It, things are not adding up. And how they just walked right out there the first day they go help search and boom, here here's the yeah, stuff. Like, wait a second. Yeah. But they said that he originally went missing on September 13th. And then, then it said it like the 14th. Like the date changed. It was just very, very odd. So. How do you think it would be it, like if you're if someone was questioning you about, OK, so where were you on September 13th? Like, can you answer these questions? Like, go back and say and recall a day just picking picking the date September 13th of this year. Where were you? What were you doing on that day? See, honestly, and that's a great question, because I right now I couldn't tell you. But then I I look at my calendar uh -huh. and I literally put everything in my calendar. So September 13th. OK. So we had a Zoom meeting uh, about our Four Corners food drive that day. Um, I got Botox that day. <laughs> so now, now it's starting to come okay. back to me. I'm like, okay, oh, that was the day that the Ravens played the Raiders. Um, I went to that game. It was a Monday night football game. So I was there. So now I'm starting to recall that day a little more. Like, okay, now back. I remember we picked up my friends and we all carpooled down there together. My husband was making fun of her for the shirt she was wearing. Uh, like now little things are coming up. I have to look at my calendar in order to remember that. My daughter didn't have school that day. It's just, yeah, it's, I can't off the top of my head. I have no idea. But once you start doing some research, you can kind of put it, put the piece of the puzzle together. Yeah, which things is come back. Uh -huh. Yeah, this is why I put everything in my calendar. So smart. Also this morning, a new survey shows men tend to cry more often than women according to a new poll men cry on average about four times a month women on the other hand they cry about three times in a given month that's 48 times a year for men and only 36 times a year for women am i married to like the least the the, the most emotionless person ever i don't think i've ever i've seen my husband cry one time one time i've seen him get upset i've seen him get a little teary-eyed but Never seen him cry four times in one month, ever. Four times in a month. Hmm. Maybe it's just by yourself. Maybe it's not being spotted. Were you talking like fully? Or just like you start to get choked up and you start to feel the tears come. So you, to me, I consider that to be kind of, that's crying in my mind. I'm not, I'm not thinking full-blown sobbing tears, but I'll see something or something will happen. I get emotional about it and I start to get choked up and 
tears don't start flowing, but the, I'm choked up. I can't talk properly. Yeah, I start, my eyes start to well up a little bit. But as far as like tears dripping off my cheeks, it's been a long time. Yeah, I, I, I'm really curious about that. And uh, hey, if you can show your emotions, all the respect. I'm not trying to emotion shame anyone on that. It's just I rarely see guys cry. So it's refreshing to know that you guys actually do. We have emotions. You're not completely We've emotionless. Got emotions. Uh-huh. Um, they say that the stereotype that men also don't seek professional help for their mental health has also been inaccurate as two thirds of male respondents say they have done so at some point in their lives seek you know went out and and sought help for um their mental health compared to just half of women and men are also twice as likely as women to hide the fact that they're getting treatment for their mental health male respondents also admit they'd feel embarrassed shame or fear if someone close to them found out that they were going to therapy why i would be like finally someone who is getting their stuff together good for you You gotta shake that stigma there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with asking for help oh i think that's amazing when people say like oh my therapist i'm like you are please let me hang out with you because you know what you're doing here my wife has one and um it just it it completely changes her mindset after she talks to her it's she comes out a whole fresh different person it's amazing to see the things that they can do for you yeah there's just there's so many benefits to to seeking therapy finally this morning uh professor of acoustic engineering at a university in England conducted a year-long online study that attracted more than a million votes on the 37 horrible sounds that most of us hate to hear okay um I, I see you going through our oh, no, sound I'm effects. No, I'm not. Okay, I, I, I promise uh, years ago, <laughs> people get irritated when I do that. I'm oh, not no, here to do that. I'm like, I'm, I've already started cringing. I'm loading up the legal ideas. Okay, thank goodness. All right. So I'm going to go from from 10 to 1 on the most horrible sounds according to this new study. Okay. Number 10, which I don't think is horrible, but maybe some people do, is the, uh, the hum of electricity. You know that... Just oh, that. I like that. It's kind of a white I noise. Too. Yeah, I, I actually like that sound a lot. Number nine is a soap opera argument. <laughs> so you're watching a soap opera. The, oh, Heather, what do you think? Martha, you killed Jamie. Oh, or something like that. I don't think that's bad either. I don't, I don't watch so many soaps, but I, I can deal with Maybe it. Maybe there's some hope here. Number eight is the sound of a baby crying. Is it excessive? How long are we hearing it? But if it's just happening here and there, it's not gonna, It's not the end of the world for me. It, to me, it makes my heart hurt. It doesn't It doesn't hurt my ears. It makes my heart hurt. Like, how do we help this little mm. baby? You know, like I go into mom mode when I hear that. Flatulence is number seven. Yes, that's not just the worst sound, but one of the worst smells. <laughs> See, I laugh. <laughs> you like that sound. A violin is number six. Who's playing it? Are they good or are they bad? If it's me playing it, it's bad. Oh, we've got that audio somewhere. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I don't, don't, don't want to break any glass. Don't, don't, don't do that. Um, number five is the sound of a seesaw squeaking. We're talking the worst sounds in the world right now. That's number five. But there's, to me, there's children playing, having a good time. I'm outside barbecuing. There's a playground nearby. There's kids having a good time. It's not bad. Well, their laughter is not included in the sound. It's just like just the squeaking <laughs> okay. of the seesaw. Number four, the scraping of train wheels. You know when they're... That's a, that's a pretty rough sound. It's not the worst. It's not, yeah, it's, but, it could be worse, but yeah, hey, trains come, they got to stop. Okay, number three, multiple babies crying. <laughs> that's the third worst sound, according to this new Where study. Where are we? At a daycare center? Why are there multiple they're babies around me? They're all screaming and crying. That's the worst. Number two, it's happened to us many times. Microphone feedback. Bad. That's bad. Especially if you're wearing headphones when it happens. It catches you off guard, too. Oh, 
the bad and the worst sound in the world, according to this professor of acoustic engineering. His year-long study says the worst sound in the world is vomiting. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. not good. Yeah. There was a guy at the gym um, earlier this week. He walked in, and you know it's bad news when you walk into the, the locker room, and there's a two urinals, and there's three stalls, and you see the two stalls, the feet facing the right way, and there's one stall, the feet are facing the opposite way. Mm. Like, okay, why is that person facing the toilet? And then you hear the, I'm like, oh. Yeah, it, you were it, good. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> too, long of a wor- too hard of a workout? You got a stomach bug? What's going on in there? Yeah, it's time for you to go home. But regardless, it's time to go home. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Time-wise, we're super late. We should probably go to commercials. Okay. Well, that way we can get back on time. Get back on time. Yeah. Let me load up something here then. Let's hit That's this. the worst sound in the world to our boss. Oh, we're running late. He's oh, like, yeah. Ugh. And then the worst sound in the world for us is getting, ding, that text. We need to meet with you guys after the show. Doesn't, t- doesn't tell you why. Doesn't tell you why. Oh, come Just on. has to meet with us. <laughs> so coming up here in between now and 8.30, around 8.25-ish, those tickets for you to go see Bruno Mars. New dates added in December. We've got your tickets when you win heads up. And then here in about 10 minutes, it's Friday morning. We will be spinning the Oh Wow Wheel. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. No commercials until 9.30. And in less than 10 minutes, we have your tickets to Bruno Mars. It's Mercedes in the morning. Wow. Wow. And now the Oh Wow Wheel. I love Fridays. I love playing a song that's going to make you say, oh, wow. And today's category is inspired by yesterday's topic. We were talking about our various playlists on our phones and some of the playlist names that we have. And so we started thinking about category for today. We're like, why don't we pick a song off of one of our playlists? Tell everyone what playlist it's off of and get the song from there. So we spun the wheel and it landed on you, JC. Nice. Right. Didn't it land on you last week too? It, was it? No, it landed on you. St- it it on was me. confusing because we were playing a song yeah. for you. It you did play, land yeah. on so, you. Yeah, you played a song for me though, Steph. Yes. So it was you. We landed on you a second week. That's oh, awesome. Well, okay. here's the thing, Steph. You have the power of veto today. Oh. So if if you don't like JC's song. It's going to move over to my song. Oh so huh. you make the call. JC, what you got? So I don't have like your traditional playlist on my phone, but I do listen to We created our Odyssey. We have our own personalized Odyssey stations. And I've got the 80s revisited with JC Fernandez. And I listen to that every single day at the gym. So I figured I'll just open up the app and whatever's the first song that pops up on the 80s station that I created, that's the song that I'll play. And I opened up my app and it was, uh, it was this song right here. John Caffrey and the Beaver Brown Band from 1984. It's called On the Dark Side. Steph? Oh, sure. I love this song. It plays. Nice. John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band on the dark side. It's the Friday morning Oh Wow Wheel. The wheel landed on me. There was no veto. And that was uh, from the movie Eddie and the Cruisers, if you remember that movie, too. So a nice little throwback there for JC's pick. Now, if it would have gotten the veto, it would have moved to my selection. And my selection would have been um, a song that is on my 4th of July playlist and also on... We were talking about our Odyssey stations on my Odyssey station, which is Mercedes uh, Backyard Barbecue Classics, which is hip hop and R&B. And I picked this song. I actually played this yesterday, a little snippet of it. And I was like, ooh, LL Cool J, Round the Way Girl. I haven't heard that for a bit. I want to hear that again. So that would have been my selection for today's playlist category. Steph, 
If it would have landed on you, what would you have gone with? Me and my husband James share a playlist together, and the name of it is Jay Dillas. It's like his nickname, Jay Dillas, like for Sadella, <laughs> our last name. Um, but on that playlist, I have the song that went extremely viral last year. It's all over TikTok, and it's Thundercat Funny Thing. I love this song. It's where you look at the one person, then they look at you. And you're like doing that little shake. I'm doing it in here by myself and stuff. I'm doing it with you, Mercedes. I know you can't see me, but we're doing it together. That's a great song. I love it. I love it. So we have some throwbacks coming uh, in the 9 o'clock hour with the Friday Rewind. If you have any selections you want to hear, you can get your request in early. Shoot us a text. 702-364-9400. The 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s. We'll try to get them all on for you. Coming up, starting at 9 o'clock. And up next, musically, we have the brand new song from Adele, Easy On Me. And right now, we want caller 20. You got your phone with you, so give us a call. 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You're playing heads up for one huge prize. Take to see Bruno Mars. New dates have been added at Dolby Live over at the Park MGM. And if you want to go, just be caller 20 right now. Your category will be nacho cheese. Since it's Friday, we've got the category for you. But you do get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to see Bruno Mars. Caller 20, you get to play 702-364-9400. Right now, it's the new one from Adele. Easy on me. It's on Mix 94.1. Dell Easy on me. Her album will be out on November 19th. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Carmen, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing so good this morning. You are Collar 20. You get to play Heads Up. Are you excited? Yeah. Yes, I am. Oh. Yeah, my daughter's in the car, and she's like, Mom, you have to pick the girl. <laughs> oh, the girl. That, that would be me. Okay. Um, right. Well, Carmine, what's your daughter's name? Sophia. Sophia. All right. Carmine, Sophia, and I, are. we're going to team up on this. Your category is nacho cheese. International Day okay. of the Nacho was yesterday. Okay? So these are all okay. foods that you would find in nachos or that, you know, kind of put... Consist the the consistency of nachos. Nachoy like, things. Yeah, Nachoy yeah, things. Exactly. Okay. All right, ladies. Uh, here's the deal. Sixty seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you're gonna get tickets to Bruno Mars. And you start. Okay. Now these are round. They're black. They usually cut them up to put them in nachos. Um, they, olives. Yes. Black olives. Yes. This is um, a cheddar. Um, Mozzarella. See? Yes. This is a, uh, it's white. You might put a dollop of this on there. Sour cream. Yeah. These are, th- this is how you scoop up the ingredients. You use these. Uh, oh gosh. Tongs? No, um... no, like um, uh, Tostitos. Oh, the tips, the tortilla tips. Yes. Uh, this is, uh, it, it comes on the cob. I've never put it in nachos, but. Um, Corn? Yeah. <laughs> this is um, Pinto. Um, Bean. Yeah! Whoa. You got Yay. it! Girl power! Carmine and Sophia, <laughs> nice yes. job! Congratulations! Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Yeah, what a December you're going to have. Tickets to go see Bruno Mars. New dates added at Dolby Live at Park MGM. And coming up next hour, we have a really cool prize for you at 940. 
We've got your passes to One Republic's digital performance that's happening on October 27th. One Night in Malibu, presented by Moment House. Those passes are yours at 940. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning, 836. And sometimes you have those questions that you just have a hard time wrapping your mind around like uh, sometimes they're shower thoughts sometimes they're just like questioning how the world works and it sounds like you're kind of having one of those moments with with your question JC because there's just like no way to answer it in a in a simple sentence yeah it's just like last night I'm sitting there and it's funny because we're talking on the show yesterday about like like getting your pictures developed you take a picture with your camera you go to the Walgreens or wherever drop off your film or the photo hut takes a couple days to get them back and we're working on at our house we can have a couple new trees put in our backyard and I was just emailing the landscaper back and forth last night I took a picture outside of the area where we want this tree sent it to him he sent me some pictures back and as I'm doing it I'm like this is just like how does the internet work I mean it's just amazing I'm taking a picture on my phone first off and then I'm airdropping it to my laptop like an airdrop and then boom with an instant that picture is on your laptop and then I'm emailing it to this guy and within a second boom he's sending me back more pictures it really is when you think about it a fascinating thing. I really, truly can't wrap my head around of how does the internet work? It really is amazing. What What is that question or just thing you think about that it's like, I can't, I can't wrap my mind around it or this weird shower thought that you have. Do you have one of those? Uh, our number is 702-364-9400. I feel like my, my stream of consciousness is just an ongoing set of questions like that. So I can... I don't know how to answer your question, but I I surely relate with some of the things that go through my head. It's just like, it's almost embarrassing to say out loud because people are going to think you're weird. No, say it out loud because I'm sure I can I can Google how does the internet work, but just the whole concept of it, just it's so big. What, what is it for you? What's something that's kind of running through your mind, Mercedes? Well, okay, well, like a couple of things. Um, do, do you think someone has been everywhere in the world? Like, is there anywhere that no one has been? Like, we have maps of the whole world, so someone had to have... I mean, I know it's it could be via satellite, but do you think someone has been everywhere? Just like maybe it was 500 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, has someone been everywhere? Is there a place that has been untouched? Right. Yeah. Like uh, the tallest mountain. Like, I, I don't know. Also, like, <laughs> OK, this is more of a shower thought. But like, you know how dogs get excited when they hear a dog bark on the TV? Like they're like, Well, I mean, it makes sense. Let's just say we are, you know, are just living life with all these unintelligible noises. And then all of a sudden someone starts speaking in your language. You would be shocked, too. If everything in your whole life is rah, 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 and then all of a sudden someone's like, hello, how are you? You'd be like, what? Oh, my gosh. Like, no wonder they go crazy because they're hearing their language. You'd go running up to the TV as well. Yes. What you ever think about like your. Your subconscious mind and how it works. Like, think about it right now. Like, your your heart is beating right now. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. You get a wound. You get a cut on your arm. You're, it's going to scab up. It's going to heal. It's like your body, like, you're doing that. It's your subconscious mind. But I'm like, how does all that work? I, like, our subconscious mind is doing that, working those functions for us. But that is part of me doing that. Like, I don't know how that works, but I'm still doing it. My heart is beating... Your brain, your brain's making it. Work. I know, but how is it? It's just, it's, it's just incredible that that function is happening. Like our internal organs and how they work. That it's happening inside us right now. It's deep thoughts. It's deep thoughts right now on Mix ninety four point one seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Um, what other things? Steph, you have one. 
I always, when I was little, was so confused when go on roller coasters that go about like 70 miles per hour. And you know those pictures that are taken randomly? Yeah. Yes, I love those. How do they do that? We're going It's not blurry. So, and they're not blurry. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. You're telling me I get on a roller coaster and when there's a drop, there's like all these flashes. And then afterwards I get to see a clear picture of myself. How do they do that? It's pretty mind-blowing if you think about it. It's like, wow, the technology's pretty darn good. Uh, this text just came in. It says, my dad, who's 82, is still amazed at how airplanes fly. Like, think of how heavy an airplane is and how it gets up into the sky with people on it and takes you from one city. <laughs> like, you're all in a caravan from one city <laughs> to the next city. Like, it's just crazy. Also, on a less serious note, James Bond, okay? The guy is doing all these, like, killing and gymnastics and craziness in these tailored suits. So, what? I mean, how amazing would he be if he wore, like, athleisure wear or something? Something more comfortable. He's with a Lululemon or something? Like, he could do so much more. Uh, let's talk to Robert. Robert, good morning. Hey, so hey. my question is... How does hair grow? All it is is just a follicle. So how is it that it can pretty much be endless? If you think about it, our body is literally 3D printing our hair right now. Mm -hmm. it, it, we're a 3D printer for our own hair. It's kind of crazy. I, I don't know how it works. It's a trip. I, I mentioned this thing, I think, before. Uh, back, back home by my high school, there's a pond. And all the time, people are skipping stones into the pond for years, decades. Why is there not like a pile of stones that are coming out of the middle of the pond? Oh no! Think about it. everyone's throwing rocks all the time, year after year after year. When at some point rocks and pebbles start to land on top of each other at the bottom of this pond, they eventually start to build a little island in the center of the pond. Nothing ever pops up. Nothing ever pops up. You know what else is weird? When you play golf, what's the object of golf? Get the ball in the hole. It's to play the least amount of golf possible. That's the object of golf. You're good at golf if you play the least amount of golf in a game. That's a great point. Like, you should be playing the most amount, huge I'd be so amazing you, at golf. Then. If you suck, you actually are getting the best game. <laughs> I never understood that. Why is the point to just be out here for the least amount of, of time? Yeah, so, so yeah, next time I go golfing, people are like, dude, you're off. Like, yeah, well, you know what? I rented these clubs. I'm getting the most out of my clubs. Yes. I can't have to swing them. You swung your club three times. I swung my club ten times on that hole. It's so true. Like, I'm getting the most bang for my buck. And and the fact also another shower thought that I that that I've seen before that light bulbs they were such a great idea that they now have become the symbol for a great idea. <laughs> that so is true. a good idea. So true. Once we have self-driving cars, wipers will no longer be essential because the car doesn't need a clean windshield to drive. Only humans do. Oh, that's true. Someone just texted my 3D printer is out of ink when it comes to hair. I know. <laughs> You're bald. She ran out of ink and it's okay. Because you look good, baby. You look good. <laughs> I got a buddy that got a, I got a hair transplant, and he looks amazing. So he, Stunning. he purchased the 3D printer. He purchased printer. the 3D printer. <laughs> well, I think he took it from the back of his... He took it, took it from one area of his body and moved it to another area of his head. That's so it's fascinating. <laughs> okay, up next is the hot three. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about... Let's see here. Oh, um, Halloween coming up. And we've been talking a lot about candy, but what are, the, what are the rules that the average parent is putting in place for their kids on Halloween? We're going to talk about this. Also, if you find that your hearing has gotten progressively worse over the years, this... 
single item could be to blame, and the answer may surprise you. And a guy gets pulled over for playing this while driving. Don't let your mind go there. It's not like that, but it might sound like that. We'll tell you coming up after the latest from Ed Sheeran. The song is called Shivers, and it's on Mix 94.1. Ed Sheeran, Shivers, Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Next Friday, his album will be out. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. All right, the Hot 3, it is brought to you by Legacy AC. If you're taking your kids trick-or-treating this year, just tell them to think of this as a little bit of a finder's fee. A new poll found that the average parent will steal five pieces of candy from their kids just on Halloween night alone. If you want in on more of that candy action, you better be quick about it. 25% of kids will eat all of their candy by November 2nd. Dang, yeah. that's two days. And 81% say they will eat all of it within the first week. Some other trick-or-treating stats, 56% of parents say trick-or-treating is their kid's favorite part of Halloween. Not surprised. 52% also said that going with them is the number one thing they're looking forward to. The average parent is willing to drive 4.3 miles to take their kid to a prime candy neighborhood. And the top five spots where we expect the best candy are a friend or family member's neighborhood, densely packed areas in the city, apartment buildings, retirement communities, and cul-de-sacs. And parents who go trick-or-treating with their kids will let them hit an average of 25 houses before it's time to go home. But no matter how long they stay out, 42% said their kid never thinks that they got enough candy. Did you have a game plan when you were a kid going out trick-or-treating? Like, which part of the neighborhood you would hit first? Was it a tradition you always go this side first and then the second side? What was your, your layout for, we, as a kid? We just had a path. So we, uh, I lived in a cul-de-sac growing up. My mom still lives in the same house. So we would do our cul-de-sac. Then there was a cul-de-sac right below us. We'd do that cul-de-sac. Then there was like this... Um, horseshoes uh, shaped street. So we'd go down and around and then back up. So we got that covered. And then after that, it was kind of a free for all. It's like, do we go back towards the front of the neighborhood? Do we go to the middle of the neighborhood? Where do we go? But the first initial area was always the same path for us. That's good. I like that. How about you guys? We, uh, my parents live in a horseshoe. The, the streets of horseshoe still live there. So we would start, we do like the first half of the horseshoe, go down to the end come back and then we go back to to my house and then be kind of like halftime go inside dump out the candy that we got maybe get something to drink just refreshing up and then we go back out and hit the second half of the horse show and then if we're feeling good we would cross over the main street into the, the neighborhood across the street. That was big league. I know. I, I, I think it was just the way I heard it, but it said that we do the second half. I think you meant horseshoe, but it sounded like you said horse show. <laughs> Horse show? <laughs> Probably. It's like, what do you do in the second half of the night? Oh my gosh. It's Halloween. We're only children. <laughs> we got our treats. Time to get Dear some tricks. Lord. I was like, my heart just sunk. I was like, the what? Um, all right. Also this morning, ladies, if you are having a hard time hearing, your blow dryer could be to blame. Most women don't realize that hair dryers are the, among the top causes of hearing loss because they are about seven times louder than the average conversation, which is more than enough to damage your ears. An easy solution, doctors say, just put in earplugs before you dry your hair. I never would have thought of that, honestly. I think 
and luckily I only blow or I only dry, wash my hair twice a week, so I only it only it's not an everyday thing for me. Guys use it too. I blow my dry my hair every time I wash it. That's twice a day. That's uh that is a that's a lot of hair drying going on around my ears. A lot of noise that we didn't know that we were getting. So we, I should have earplugs pop them in every yeah, time. Yeah, I guess so to save your hearing. Who knows? But it, 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 you probably didn't hear what I just said. Yes, anyway, so you're fine. Do you ever get the? Uh, I started getting a notice on my iPhone talking about my headphone use. It'll say you you've used X amount of time on your headphones. Volume seems kind of. It gives me a warning now. Have you ever had that pop up? No, I I turned off all like the the sound warnings uh-huh. on my phone and my watch. I'm like, I don't need you to tell me it's too loud in here. I yeah, know it. I crank it up. Then oh, yeah. you think this is loud? <laughs> <laughs> Try this. All right. Finally, this morning we talk a lot about texting and driving, but here's something that doesn't get as much press for some reason. And I think after I tell you what it is, you'll know why. A guy near Toronto got pulled over on Wednesday for driving while playing a flute with both hands Mm. like literally literally you guys he was sitting at a red light playing along to a song on his ipod then the light changed and he continued to play as he started driving again some cops happened to be out doing distracted driver uh, enforcement, and they pulled him over. They posted a photo of the flute, which is made out of wood, not metal. Um, it appears to be a South African quina flute. I hope that's uh, I said that correctly. It's played vertically, more like a recorder. But he was, yeah, he was playing that. They weren't able to provide the name of the song he was playing along to, but they did give him a ticket and told him not to flute and drive ever again. <laughs> see, I'm sure you're out there right now on the road. Take a look around you. You see some strange stuff out there. People put on a makeup. I've never seen someone doing a flute, though. Yeah, it, it just, it reminds me of the, when you would play the recorder in school and they the first song they always taught you was hot cross buns do you remember I that don't. oh my gosh it was always woo, woo, woo. The, the, i mean the recorder god bless these music teachers they're trying to teach kids how to play an instrument and you gotta love them for that but it, it was like <laughs> the worst sound i thought we did we did we bring in recorders once and play something i thought we did That actually sounds a lot nicer than it sounds in my oh, house. <laughs> That's actually staff performing that in their studio right now. <laughs> don't don't drive when you're doing that, though, please. Nine o'clock hour. We've got your passes to One Republic's digital performance. That's happening October 27th. Those passes at 940. And it's Friday. So we got the Friday Rewind. Do you have a song you want to hear? Text us. Call us. 702-364-9400. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, the Friday Rewind, time for the Friday Rewind quiz. Okay, let's take it back. What year are we going to? 1992. All right. What's, uh, what do we got? Let's talk about the movies that were out in October of 1992. A couple big ones, The Mighty Ducks, Candyman, Reservoir Dogs, and A River Runs Through It with Brad Pitt. Oh, that's such a, that's a good movie. It's a sad movie, but it's a good movie. Yeah, very sad, but yeah, yeah. it was good. Blue Jays, by the way, won the World Series in 1992. Mm. So tell me what the number one song was in the country. Four to choose from on this date in 1992. Did Arrested Development have the number one song in the country? How about The Heights? How do you talk to an angel? 
from the hit show, The Heights. Did Boy- was it really a hit show, though? No. Was it one season and done? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I just I wouldn't describe it as a hit show. <laughs> Boys to Men, do they have the number one song? Guns N' Roses have the number one hit song on this day in 1992 with November Rain. Oh, man. Ah, Here's me overthinking again. I always have these weird overthinking thoughts. So first I'm like, okay, I remember being in school. Boys to Men was huge, huge, huge. It's got to be Boys to Men. And then you go and you throw in November Rain. And I'm like, oh, it's for sure got to be November Rain. But then I'm like, well, that song is like six minutes long. And we usually play these songs after. And there's no way we would play a six-minute song. We or did, would we, we? We did Mila a couple weeks ago. Or would we? Yeah, yeah, see, now I'm going back and forth. But I'm just going to go with my gut. And I'm going to say it is Boys to Men. Final answer. All four of those songs were in the top 25. November Rain, Mercedes, was on the way down the charts. That was the song oh. that was sitting at number 25. Okay, okay. So the number one song in the country on this day in 1992. Always go with your, your gut, children. You got well, why? <laughs> Boys to Men, End of the Road, featured in the movie Boomerang. So it plays. Here it is, Boys to Men, End of the Road. Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending? Woo! On Mix 94.1. Alec Baldwin is trending this morning. Some tragic news from the set of the movie Russ that the actor was filming in Santa Fe, New Mexico. He was doing a scene that required him to fire a gun loaded with blanks, but when the gun discharged, either shrapnel or a bullet hit two people on set. We're actually just getting word that it was a live round that was actually oh in the gun just heartbreaking the sheriff's department confirmed it was baldwin who pulled the trigger killing 42 year old director of photography halnya hutchins uh director joel souza he was hospitalized for his injuries word is that he has been released um and he is now out but um I guess uh, Alec Baldwin has responded to what had happened and said that he is just in complete shock uh, about it. And uh, it's just a really heartbreaking story. Yeah, he released a statement and, and he does say, I'm in, I am in touch with her husband, offering my support to him and his family. My heart is broken for her husband, their son and all who knew and loved her. Oh, my gosh. A, r- a live round of that it just a, investigation. Find out how that happens. Why? Why is that? Yeah. Happening right there. That is just so crazy and oh i feel just so so sorry for her family
Yeah, it's just and then there's 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 if you look at TMZ, they've got photos of of him right afterwards. It's just it's a tragedy, is what it is. It really is. Oh man, um, we'll get more info on that. It's it's still investigation is underway. So as soon as we know more, we'll get you posted on that. Also, this morning Adele is trending. We are counting down the days until the November nineteenth release date of her new album Thirty. And she sat down with Vogue for their famous seventy three questions interview, and we found out that. One of her most prized possessions once belonged to a Vegas headliner. She confessed it's a piece of used chewing gum from Celine Dion. Check this out. Okay, what do we have here? It's pretty amazing. All right. Celine Dion's gum. That's right. What's going on here? James Corden, who's a friend of mine but also does carpool karaoke, which I did, uh, he did it with her and knew how much a fan of, I, of her I was, and so he made her spit her gum into a piece of paper and he framed it for me. And it's my proudest possession. I, I, is that on? Do we have that when he says to Celine Dion, hey, spit that out. Spit your gum out. Thank you. I don't know. I've never <laughs> seen that part, actually. <laughs> they, um, they filmed that here in Las Vegas because they set up camp over at Channel 8 where we do our TV show, Las Vegas Now. And it was a big thing when James Corden was kind of headquartered there. There was a lot going on that day. I remember uh, when they were here filming that Yeah, thing. that was a big deal. So uh, she shared some of her other favorites in the interview. Uh, her favorite fashion icon is Kate Blanchett. Her dream duet partner is Chris Stapleton. So, if you're Chris Stapleton, Stapleton, are you not calling her right now? Like, oh, hey, I just heard your uh, interview. Hmm. That will absolutely be happening. You can bet on it. I would put money on it in the next year that that will happen. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what else this morning? Uh, also trending is Bud Light. The hard seltzer trend. It's officially getting out of control. You guys, we need to do something about this because Bud Light is going to be selling a new eggnog flavored hard seltzer for the holidays it's part of their new variety 12 pack called the ugly sweater pack they also did this last year but three of the four flavors are new they have the seltzer nog sugar plum and cherry cordial the fourth one is cranberry that was also in last year's ugly sweater pack they're going to be available nationwide starting on november 1st and that is what's trending still to come this hour those passes for you to one republic's digital performance happening on october 27th those passes in about 14 minutes and it's the friday rewind you want to hear a song text us call us 702-364-9400 Backstreet Boys, Shaver of My Heart. And that was for Mrs. Z, who sent us a request on the text line at 702-364-9400. We have time for one more song on the Friday Rewind. So let's say next request in. As long as we have it, we'll get it on the air for you guys. That is it for us on a Friday. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back on Monday. Uh, Lots of cool stuff to give away. Lots of cool stuff to talk about. And if you're out and about this weekend, we will also be out and about this uh, afternoon. I'll be at the Tule Springs uh, branch of Silver State Schools Credit Union on Farm Road up north, uh, right by North Decatur. So come on down and see me. I'll be there from 2.30 to 4.30. I'll also be hosting the Hands Together Gala tomorrow night for volunteers in medicine over at the Venetian. And then Steph will be down in Prim tomorrow at Pink Box Donuts at 10.30 for their grand opening there. They're going to have donuts and contests and t-shirts and it's going to be a lot of fun. So come and see us. You going to be anywhere, JC? Uh, Steph, what is your charity event you're doing on Sunday as well? Yes, on Sunday I'm hosting a breast cancer awareness uh, event and it's going to be so much fun. All the proceeds will go to benefit the survivors and fighters of breast cancer in honor October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. That's very sweet. Really cool. 
Are you going to be anywhere, JC? Me? Yeah. I, got, I got the weekend off, kid. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> We're busy over here, all those ladies. I, am, I got a weekend off, and I'm going to enjoy it every single minute of it. Awesome. awesome. Well, we will be back on Monday, all of us, and thank you guys for a great week. I'm looking for the last request to come in here. Nudie is on the way next. She's uh, She'll play some of your requests, too, if you guys uh, didn't uh, get one in here. Did you get one? Uh, we, yes, we got one here. Okay. All right, that'll do it for show number 1508 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the morning returns Monday morning.